your Noop Junior Research Fellow at St Cross College and a postdoctoral research scientist at the Nuffield Department of Clinical Neurosciences. Uh, you came to St Cross College recently, and but you've been at Oxford now for four years. And today's your anniversary, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can you share your backstory with us? So indeed, I came to Oxford exactly four years ago today. I grew up in Valencia, a sunny and beautiful place located on the eastern coast of uh, Spain. When I was 15, I decided I wanted to be a scientist to find cures for many diseases that don't have any. So when I was 18, I started my studies in biomedical biotechnology in the Polytechnic uh, University of uh, Valencia. During my second year in the university, I looked for research groups willing to accept a by then ignorant and non-experienced student because I wanted to learn techniques and concepts. And Sema Millán and Regina Rodrigo gave me this opportunity. They introduced me to the field of uh, retinal diseases. So genetic retinal diseases such as retinitis pigmentosa lead to blindness. During my time working in Valencia, I met patients and families affected by these life-altering conditions, and this motivated me to study genetic retinal diseases further, hoping that my scientific career could contribute to the development of uh, future treatments. The question I tried to answer during the five years I worked with them was, why people go blind? What is happening in the patient's eyes for them to lose the vision? So I obtained my PhD in biomedical biotechnology in 2015 after studying the role of oxidative stress and inflammation in the pathogenesis of uh, retinitis pigmentosa and also after analyzing the effect of uh, several pharmacological therapies to delay the progression of the disease. After I got my PhD, the question changed to, okay, so what can I do to stop blindness? And that is how I ended in Oxford. In 2016, I started as a postdoctoral scientist in one of the top ophthalmology research groups in the world. The Clinical Ophthalmology Research Group in the University of Oxford is led by uh, Professor Robert McLaren, and over the last uh, decade, it has been at the forefront of uh, translational medical research into novel clinical treatments for incurable retinal diseases and is regarded internationally as a leader in the fields of uh, retinal gene therapy, electronic retinas, and ocular robotic surgery. Uh, now in Oxford as a JRF, how have you found being in Oxford as a JRF? Well, it's been a great experience so far. Oxford has nothing to do with Valencia or any other city I'm familiar with. When I first came here, I saw people wearing these university gowns in the street, and I thought that a movie was being filmed or something like that. <laughs> I didn't know much about some cultural aspects of the university city. So, is there any best way to find out more and be part of it than becoming part of a college? So, a fellowship position at St. Cross College was advertised in my department, in the Newfield uh, Department of Clinical Neurosciences, and I thought this could be a great opportunity uh, for me to be involved in the culture of uh, this city. So, my application was successful and I, I got the uh, NOOP uh, Junior Research uh, Fellowship in August 2018. Being a research fellow has given me the opportunity to undertake my own uh, research project. And this is very important for early career scientists like me, because it means that we have the opportunity to develop our own uh, ideas within a specific field. And more than that, it has given me the opportunity to participate fully in the life and activities of the, of the college. So you've taken part in the life of the college. Can you tell me how you find it? What do you like about it in particular? 
Well, I like it because you meet people from around the world and that work in different areas. To be honest, every time I've been I've been in the college, I haven't met anyone that works in an area similar than something similar to what I'm doing. So it's it's very rewarding. Now, can you tell me something about your research? You've already told me about your, your backstory, how you've come to be where you are now. But can you tell me something specific about what you're doing? So since I joined the group four years ago, I've been engaged in different research projects uh, to develop gene therapies for currently incurable retinal diseases such as uh, retinitis pigmentosa or uh, macular dystrophies using modified forms of uh, adeno-associated virus as vectors to deliver uh, therapeutic genes to retinal cells. So inherited retinal disorders are diseases caused by a genetic mutation that lead to severe vision loss and blindness. Each one is caused by a gene that is not working properly due to a genetic mutation. So when DNA is defective, it may be unable to produce important proteins that are necessary for the proper functioning of the retina, or it may produce abnormal substances that cause more harm than good. So currently, there are uh, mutations in over 260 genes have been discovered to be involved in inherited retinal disorders. So one of the main objectives of uh, our group is to develop and test gene therapies for retinal diseases in human clinical trials. Gene therapy is a powerful strategy to slow down or stop the progression of a disease by delivery of the normal gene into the cells. In our lab, we develop different strategies to target different genes responsible for different retinal diseases. And broadly speaking, we synthesize a nucleic acid molecule that will replace, silence, or modify uh, the affected gene in the retina. In order to deliver this molecule into the target cells, in this case, retinal cells, this molecule is packaged within a vector that acts as a vehicle. So the vector that, that we use is a small virus known as adenosociated virus, which is non-pathogenic. The virus containing the therapeutic molecule is then proved to show functionality and uh, lack of toxicity as part of the preclinical studies. And then as part of the human clinical trials, the vector has to be administered in the back of the eye. So in order to achieve that, the eye's clear internal jelly must first be removed. This is a safe uh, procedure known as uh, vitrectomy. And after that, a small volume of fluid containing the, the vector is injected underneath uh, the retina using a very fine needle. As a result of all these projects, several gene therapy clinical trials are ongoing in the John Radcliffe Hospital to treat uh, incurable diseases such as cholidemia, X-linked retinitis pigmentosa and age-related uh, macular degeneration. Can you tell me if any of these clinical trials are uh, involve corporate interests as well? Are you collaborating with, with, with industry in any way? Or? Yeah, exactly. So we collaborate with companies uh, that are that sponsor these clinical trials. Are you able to name any of them? Or? Yeah, well, so we are working, for example, one of them is, uh, well, now it's Biogen. It was NYSTAR Therapeutics before. Okay, fantastic. Can you tell me something about, you know, publications that have come out of your work? So we have been published very important papers lately. So the last one has been published in Nature Medicine and it shows results of the retinal gene therapy for X-linked uh, retinitis pigmentosa caused by mutations in a gene that is called RPGR. And these publications show uh, the results at six months, just to say that this is the first uh, in human clinical trial to treat. And okay. the results are very encouraging. 
Very exciting. So <laughs> is any of this out there already or this is so, so new that we have So these are, these are treatments that are being tested in the clinical trial. So it's not an approved treatment quite recently. It's quite uh, novel. Yeah, fantastic. Can you tell me where do you see this work going? Who is it important for? Some people with inherited retinal diseases, for instance, those with uh, retinitis pigmentosa, experience a gradual loss of vision, eventually leading complete blindness. This can happen at the age of 60 or at the age of 30. Others with uh, conditions like uh, Leber congenital amaurosis may be born with or experience uh, vision loss in infancy or early childhood. Together, inherited retinal diseases are the leading cause of vision loss uh, in people between 15 and 45 years of age. So the loss of sight represents a public health, social and economic problem for countries. But more important than that, it causes enormous human suffering for the affected individuals and their families. So the importance of what I do lies on the improvement of the quality of life of, of these people. And now we have a good example of that. For example, Luxturna is currently the only gene therapy approved uh, by the FDA. This treatment is used for patients with an um, inherited form of retinal dystrophy. This one frequently uh, affects children and young adults. Nearly 60% of patients have uh, severe forms of the disease uh, with severe visual impairment occurring shortly after birth. And Luxturna, as a one-time treatment, restores vision and improves sight in children and adults with a sustained effect and a favorable safety profile. That's fantastic. It is. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me, what's on the horizon for you? It's so much exciting work. Well, a huge progress has been made uh, in the last years, but there is still a long way to go to prevent people go blind. There are so many different diseases that can't be approached in the same way. The high genetic variability of the inherited retinal diseases. Gene therapy has shown a great promise to treat these diseases, but each treatment is specific for a particular gene. And as I mentioned before, there are more than 260 genes involved in these diseases. So what's on the, what's on the horizon for me is continue working on this to get as many patients as possible treated. I love my job and although science is not a bed of roses, the last link in the chain, which is to treat patients uh, with great promise and success, makes every day of my career worthwhile. I can tell you you're excited by your job and you love it. That's fantastic. Uh, can you just, do you have any words of advice for anybody wanting to come and do a JRF? Yeah, I would say take the initiative. Think about what you want to do. What can you provide to the college? Members of the college are open to make changes and to accommodate new initiatives at, in the best interest of, of all. So make the most of the experience in the college. This is a great opportunity for the own development. And as I said, to develop your ideas and be part of the, of the university life. I don't have experience in other colleges, but I can say that St. Cross provides a multicultural and multidisciplinary environment. So there are people from four corners of the world. And one of the best things Oxford has given me is the fact of meeting people from around the world, learning from different cultures, and that opens your mind completely and makes you grow up so much at a personal level. And also the fact that you meet people uh, working, as I said, in different disciplines, 
I met people that is working in areas I never thought even existed. So you learn a lot from, from everybody, like from different points of view. So in every respect, being a part of uh, St. Cross College is being a rewarding experience. Christina Martis, thank you. Thank you very much.